Welcome to the Balanced Black Girl Podcast. We're putting black girl magic in motion. This show is dedicated to reinventing wellness for women of color. I'm your host, Lestrandra Alfred. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Feel Good Friday episode. So I am releasing this episode on February 15th, the day after Valentine's Day, and I thought, what better time to talk about self-love than right now? Actually, there's really no bad time to talk about self-love, but the timing of it just worked out pretty well. So regardless of what you did for Valentine's Day, regardless of how you celebrated or if you celebrated or if you're into it or if you're not, self-love is something that applies to us all and is something that I think just about everyone can work on improving. And I think self-love can kind of get a bad rap for being a little bit cheesy because it can be cheesy in a lot of ways that it's talked about, especially on social media. But what I'm talking about today isn't necessarily self-love in the cheesy sense. It's more of self-love in the self-compassion sense. And I'm speaking a lot from personal experience because, frankly, it's something that I have struggled a lot with for as long as I could remember. I kind of go through phases where there are highs and lows. And to be fully transparent, I'm in a season right now where I'm struggling a bit and I'm feeling a little bit lower in kind of my own self-compassion, self-love space, and I am um, wanting to get to a better space with that. So I want to talk to you about it so that hopefully we can do it together if you're feeling the same way. So for me, a lot of my own struggles when it comes to this topic don't necessarily come from a daily confidence perspective, but I am someone who tends to be very hard on myself. So I tend to be a bit of a perfectionist. I tend to put sometimes unrealistic expectations on myself. And when things don't go the way I think they quote unquote should I think we all know by now that should is kind of a bad word and we know better, but sometimes it's hard to not get caught in that. So when things don't go as I think they should, then I tend to beat myself up and blame myself a lot for not being where I wanted to be in my life or not being further along or not being more successful or for making mistakes. And that can be a very, very vicious cycle, one that I know all too well, and honestly, one that I am kind of trying to break out of right now. And some things that I think have helped in times where I have been in a better space with self-compassion is one, really being where we're at right now. So it can be very easy to fantasize the future, right? Like you'll be happy when, you will appreciate yourself when, everything will be better when, whether that is when you make more money, when you have a new job, when you have a new house, when you're in a new relationship, when so-and-so acts right, when you lose weight, when you do this, when you do that. It can be so easy to want to put your happiness and self-compassion either in the future state as if it's something that you have to be other than you are or be in a space other than where you're at to achieve it. 
And I think that is where we get tripped up the most. That is where we can kind of beat ourselves up the most because we're putting our happiness in a future that isn't guaranteed. And when we focus so much on these external things that are supposed to make us happy or that are supposed to make us feel better about ourselves, oftentimes what happens is we get to that point or we reach that place or we do that thing and we're still not happy because we haven't embraced and accepted who we are. So I really think the first step when it comes to improving your self-love is to just acknowledge where you are right now. That job that you have right now that you may not love, that salary that you have right now that may not be as much as you want or need because I know that that's very real and trust me, I definitely relate to that feeling as well. And that's not to say that you can't be proactive and wanting to change those things. What I'm saying is when you are in those moments and when you're in those spaces and when you're at those points in your life, try not to put your happiness or your self-compassion or your worthiness into things that are outside of you. If you feel worthy while you're working with what you have, that is when you can attract and build more. But if you're seeking more or if you're seeking a different space out of a space of punishment, then even once you get to that next point or that next level, you're not going to feel better because that that nagging feeling that got you there in the first place hasn't been addressed. The second thing, and this is something that I know I am kind of the pot calling the kettle black here but that is stop trying to fix yourself I'm going to say that again stop trying to fix yourself you are not broken you do not need fixing you are worthy of self-love and compassion and of everything that you want right now as you are Now, there's nothing wrong with self-improvement. There's nothing wrong with growth. There's nothing wrong with evolving. Those are all beautiful, beautiful things. But I think all of those things come from a place of self-acceptance, not a place of punishment. And I think it can feel, especially as women, very easy to want to feel like we constantly have to fix ourselves because we're scrutinized for everything, right? Our bodies, our hair, our skin, how we look, how we show up, how we perform, if we're mothers, if we're not mothers, if we're in a relationship, if we're not, like all of these things, we're constantly judged all of the time for all of these things that it can feel so easy to want to fix yourself if you feel like you don't measure up in some way. But I want to tell you that you do not need fixing. And that thing that you're trying to measure up to probably isn't real. So we put these pressures on ourselves for these standards that aren't real, that we don't have to meet, that we don't have to beat ourselves up over, that we don't have to be other than who we are uh, to feel that sense of worthiness. And again, I know I am the pot calling the kettle black here because I am constantly beating myself up or wanting to fix myself, I should say, or wanting to change my habits or wanting to change how I am and how I operate. But there's so much power in not wanting to fix yourself and in seeing opportunities for you just as you are and just where you are. Actually, the other day on Twitter, I saw this tweet that stopped me in my tracks and it said something along the lines of, are you truly lazy 
or have you just conditioned yourself to think that you need to work all of the time? Wow, that was super powerful. It was honestly, it was a random tweet from a random person and it totally stopped me in my tracks because I know for me, something that I have struggled with my entire adult life is my career and feeling a sense of purpose and feeling a strong sense of dissatisfaction in every single job that I've had and struggling with feeling like I have a sense of purpose that is tied to work or that the things that I enjoy can lead a life that I truly want and feeling like, well, if I weren't so lazy or well, if I worked harder, well, if I managed my time better, that I would be more successful. And when I saw that tweet and it was like, are you lazy or have you just conditioned yourself to think that you need to work 24-7? I was like, oh, it hit me right in my chest. And honestly, that light bulb moment is what really inspired this episode because I realized oh, I'm not lazy. I haven't gotten to where I want to be yet because I just haven't gotten there yet. But that doesn't mean that I need to be fixed or that I'm lazy or that I don't have the work ethic. It just, it means that I haven't gotten there yet. And I have conditioned myself to think, well, I need to work 24-7. And I know I'm not the only person who needs to hear that. I know that so many of you need to hear that as well because we all feel this way especially for those of us who are millennials, you know, there's so much research out there that shows that we tend to put a lot of pressure on ourselves in this way to think that we have to hustle, 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 go, go, go. And there's nothing wrong with a bit of hustle in your life. I think sometimes when you want to reach goals or do hard things, sometimes you do have to push yourself outside of your limits or you have to do things that you don't want to do. But again, it doesn't mean that you need fixing. You can still be as you are and you can still grow as you are if you seek out opportunities that kind of meet you where you're at instead of feeling like you have to be something other than yourself to stretch and grow and reach those opportunities. And the last thing when it comes to self-love that I want to leave you with is to start appreciating yourself. So Expressing gratitude is something that is very common and very popular. I don't know about you, but I usually try to journal uh, three things that I'm grateful for most mornings to kind of get into a good headspace. And I recently realized everything that I am grateful for is outside of myself. And that's not a bad thing. I mean, there is plenty to be grateful for. And you can be grateful for your family. You can be grateful for your relationships. You can be grateful for these things in your life outside of yourself. But when was the last time that you appreciated yourself just for being you? Not even for everything that you do for everyone else. When was the last time you appreciated yourself just for being you? And what if the next time you wrote in your gratitude journal, you wrote three things that you were grateful for about yourself? Excluding your house or your time or your friends or whatever those things are outside of yourself that you tend to express gratitude for? What if just for one day you turned it inward? What do you appreciate about yourself just from you being you? I don't know. Try it. Let me know how that goes. But I bet if you were able to sit down and think of three to five things that you are appreciative of for yourself that you do and that doesn't revolve caretaking for other people, 
I don't know. You might uh, start feeling start feeling a little bit better about yourself. So give that a try. So those are my three kind of main points for improving self-love, improving self-compassion. As I said, these things shouldn't really just be limited to Valentine's Day. These should be an all-the-time thing. And if those points helped you, please make sure you bookmark this episode. Go back. Listen to it again. Unpack. What is your version of this? What would you add? What resonated with you? What didn't? And I wanted to do uh, one step further to really help you with this because I know it's something that we need a lot of help with. And I have created a self-love journal series that you can opt into. So if you go to the show notes, there is a link there where you can subscribe and opt in and I will send you some self-love journal prompts that can help kind of facilitate this for you. Or if you go to balanceblackgirl.com slash self-love, that is balanceblackgirl.com slash self-love, you can sign up to get the self-love journal prompts there as well. And there's no time limit on that. There probably will be a group of us doing it together next week, but you can opt into that anytime. So even if you're listening to this months down the road, it will still be there. You can still opt in. You can still do the journaling exercises because self-love should be a 24-7, 365 thing. And it's hard because we've been conditioned to not feel that way, but I know we can get there. And like I said, I'm working on it too. So I'm right there with you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Feel Good Friday episode. If this resonated with you, please be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really helps the show. It helps us grow our community and reach more people, which is a huge, huge help. And I really appreciate it. And if you'd like to continue the discussion, please feel free to join us in the Balanced Black Girl podcast group uh, on Facebook, which is the Balanced Black Girl podcast community. I will also have that linked in the show notes there, which is a group of supportive women where we talk more about the episodes. And I also share their first dibs information about events, coupon codes for brands we work with, constantly in there interacting, asking questions. And the folks in the group are really the ones who help me shape the content for this podcast. That is where I directly take the feedback and apply it the soonest. So please make sure that you are part of the community there. We would love to have you. And until next week, have a good one. 